0: hello and welcome to campaign comrades your favorite leftist gaming podcast i've got the whole crew with me today we are we are shipping out we are heading to the stars we are joining enlisting in the q force (laughs) commandos we are i'm just
1: here for my waifu rivet
0: (laughs) we are talking ratchet and clank series or the unsung hero of the series captain quark will always have my heart I am I am a enthusiastic enlistee in the Q force where we, where we go one, where we go all him
1: versus crimson chin, who you got one-on-one.
0: Uh, I Ooh. feel like I gotta go. I gotta go in terms of raw, raw power. Um, probably the crimson chin, but they're both yeah. kind of cowardly.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's, it's a more interesting yeah. matchup than you
0: think they're, they're, they're very similar. Uh, they've got very similar characteristics, characterizations, but as I was like reading up on notes I mean, and stuff, I I was I was looking at the Q force and it's just like, oh, my God, uh, they predicted they predicted the future in so many ways where we've have, you know, our our, our literal corporate overlords, uh, rampant space capitalism. You know, <laughs> it's it's really it's really great. This is just, you know, it was a formative series for me and it continues to be. It continues to hold up and stand out as you know one of the best gaming franchises in the world what are i was thinking
1: about it this morning in the shower i was like if i was to only be able to take five gaming franchises with me for the rest of my life ratchet and clank would easily fall into that group without having to like really think about it
0: yeah i don't have too many other yeah. franchises that are that That's why I went with
1: franchise because they've been around long enough that like their collective work should be looked at as, as I was,
0: as I was thinking to myself also in the shower, because that is where we're all men, think. men where think all the most profound thinking occurs in the bathroom. Yeah. Either in the shower or on the toilet, on the toilet. Uh, uh, but I was thinking, you know, what's you know, what's interesting. Um, it's not the case for, every game in the franchise for whichever generation of console it came on. But it happened to work out for me that my, that Ratchet and Clank was my first gaming experience on my first PlayStation and my current PlayStation. I played the first, the first Ratchet and Clank on the PS2 you know it was it was intended to be a a launch title for the ps2 but they like missed that window by a couple years but didn't end up didn't end up hurting them at all it was a, you know a absolute banger of a success um uh, but i've se- told this story multiple times on the podcast and on stream that you know, the ps2 was my first real at-home gaming console and ratchet and clank was like you know it's my first kind of solo gaming uh memory experience that I can really think of beyond like, you know, the, the stories of playing doom with my dad when I was like five years old, but you know, that's, you know, that was, that's get the PC that was just roots.
1: melting your brain. Yeah.
0: say so the PC roots got, got in deep, mm-hmm. but like went dormant for a while, but in terms of like console playing Ratchet and Clank is such a formative, has such a formative place in my personal gaming history. And when I got the PS five, also, like a year after its original launch cycle, what was the first game I played? But Rift Apart, the most current game in the series.
1: Probably and at the time, too, the game that displayed the PS5 the best.
0: Right. And it's like you'd heard so yeah, much about it. You'd heard game. so much about it, about like, you know, you, you got... I never, it, was a, I still it have, was a
1: next-gen only game we didn't have a lot of those really we still, I still don't have, really have i, of I those. still haven't
0: played astro's playroom but like for me it was like that was my first you know experience like wow i can actually feel what the feel and, and get the hype of what the the ps5 controller is actually capable of and yeah it was just a gorgeous looking game and it was just uh it continues to be a a foundational informing experience for my gaming life. And it's just one of will always be one of my favorite series and we'll have a, a special place in my heart. I should get like a, a bolt tattoo somewhere.
1: A golden bolt. the gold,
0: <laughs> Yeah. The golden bolt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was actually, I thought about it today while I was working when I should have been doing like anything else. <laughs> um, uh, Ratchet and Clank, the first game, accounts for my most played game on the ps2 and i can't equate it to playtime, but i can equate it to raw playthroughs because i think i played through that game eight or nine times over and Ooh. over again because it was the game i had and it was the game we were playing until uh one rico poisoned my brain with kingdom hearts and then i played kingdom
0: hearts <laughs> for like two years
2: so <laughs> that was so a dark we, time
0: we know who to blame for getting you jrpg pilled. yep
1: But yeah, I played the original Ratchet and Clank over and over. I knew that I knew every inch of that game, hundred percent. Like
0: when I picked it up on the PSP
1: on the the collection, it was like right away the muscle memory was all there, like all the locations, it was all snip snap right in the brain. That would
0: definitely be true for me as well. Of like, I currently am not a a game replayer that's not how i tend to play that's probably where my
1: game replaying like sickness happened but like
0: when you're when you're a kid and like for (laughs) us for us like when we were kids there was a basically of that generation where it's like you're lucky if you get like two games a year right so your birthday and christmas yeah so you're gonna play the absolute shit out of those games and so like I my my PS2 experience is actually very similar. That is just you know playing a lot of Geese games over and over again. I've also told the story a, a bunch of times about the Star Wars Revenge of the Sith tie-in game. How I would play that because my my memory cards got uh got yeah. fucked up. So I would just like turn <laughs> turn it on, put the disc in, play as far as I could go, and have to start over again next time
2: literally like me with pokemon crystal won the uh battery
0: died died inside so yeah lost lost all your memory yeah so so the the ps2 kind of like yeah made you kind of made you play like that in in a lot of ways but it it's it did a lot towards making these specific franchises really special and i mean it It also helped
1: that they were good games Absolutely. It made the, you want
0: to. The first, the first three yeah. in particular are apps are absolute. Like, I, I
1: absolutely remember getting some bad games for Christmas and be like, oh boy, I think I'm just going to keep playing uh, Wind Waker <laughs> for the next year because the the Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix tie in game, man, that was.
0: <laughs> I think I had that game too. I think I had that, or maybe I rented that game. It was back when video uh, stores when, when you was could still a thing. And you could rent video games as well.
1: That's how you make any millennial nostalgic. You just talk about when uh, video and video game rental was a thing.
3: There's there's I, nothing I like the smell of Subway bread and uh, a VHS.
1: That's
0: a that's a, a strong memory for all of us because our the local video game store was right next to a
1: And they know what we're talking about. They just triangulated a location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that Don't was, forget about the dry that, cleaner.
0: Yeah, sandwiched in between yeah. those two. Um, what a, what a
1: wonderful place! we remember going that. there with my grandfather after middle school every day.
0: No, I love going. There. Magical
3: combination of chemicals.
1: Like you
0: yeah. maybe get maybe get some pizza from one of the pizzerias that are also pretty close, and then you yeah. go and pick up a movie. You know, you're like the one great, that was Mister with a letter. Uh-huh. Yeah, classic uh so you other two like what what were your experiences with er- yeah, early we been glowing experiences enough with, with the franchises you know matt and i have you know basically been there from the we know have been there from the jump and it was like kind of has a a central role in like basically why i continue to have every generation of playstation why i wake up
1: every morning and continue to put my shoes on waiting for the next ratchet, <laughs> <and Clank laughs> ratchet
0: Clank, yeah
3: all right, I'll uh yeah. So I'm I'm closer to you you a Matt's situation. I mean, I didn't play the first Ratchet and Clank for first actually. I, I picked up the second, thinking a GameStop like five dollar bin at some point. So we're and it was still pretty classic. early on in my PlayStation Two. Yeah, and uh, absolutely love that game and that. I mean, what a game to start with. To get the others and. Yeah, oh, fantastic. And, um, but it's, it's definitely one of the first, you know, single player PlayStation 2 games that hooked me. I mean, when I got my PS2, it came with Jack and Dexter 2. And then it was mostly sports games. Madden was like the goat for me at that point in time. So Ratchet that's, and Clank was kind of the fully- first real. First Not to fully he.
0: interrupt you, but I am going to interrupt you. Just bringing bringing up the Jack and Daxter thing was just an interesting bit that, as as I was looking into a little bit more of the background gonna be of, of, the, of the series, and for good reasons, uh, Insomniac and Naughty Dog have this historical deep relationship. Mm-hmm. They would like do company retreats together. They'd share. They'd share stuff back and forth, including they would open their kimonos together. See, the original Ratchet and Clank (laughs) was was developed off a reworked engine from Jack and Daxter. Mm. It was like they did it it, better. I think they did as well. But like, yeah, there's there's there are uh, there's a deep relationship that goes back and forth there, and like they would like basically developers would go from from one company to the other and a lot of DNA from each other mixed in both companies. So it's, yeah, it's just, it's interesting how, how those two like share, share and, so much in common, but yet are still so different.
3: Yeah. And they, they absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I would flip back between the two and I quickly, the, not super quick, but quickly over time just started playing, Way more ratchet and clank over Jack and uh, Dak and Jack and Dexter. Dak
1: um, and Jaxter. But you, <laughs> yeah,
3: Dak attack
1: and Jaxter. Uh, <laughs> Were You playing the first first Jack and Daxter, The pre-Christmas no, legacy.
3: It was two. It was it was Jack Jack okay. and Dexter two, which might have just been
1: Jack two. Yes, yeah, so it was Jack two. Daxter um, didn't deserve title name after.
3: But that. even then, I'm pretty sure two was yeah. the one that I played. Yeah, but even then, it was it was like. You could feel the differences, but but Ratchet and Clank was just a, apparently better in many ways in terms of like game design and just the oh, fun of
0: playing. Tone was just, tone so, two, much, yeah. it was just so much sharper because Jack and Daxter like, didn't know what it wanted to be in terms of. Well, yeah, Jack and right. Daxter one is was pretty silly? light and whimsical, but Jack, and two, Jack gets two was dark. Said,
1: we
3: so pretty. So dark. dark Jack, <laughs> two is, Jack two is like, in my mind, um, it it's really the first like attempt at a slightly
0: toned down a uh, Grand Theft Auto. They yeah, they, absolutely... they tried to be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, because yeah, I, I that's one thing I remember doing is, vehicles, is, is 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 jumping on top of like it yeah. was like the Crimson Guard or something. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was like I stealing their motorcycles. Them, yeah, and stealing their ships and shit and running around and fucking people up. Yeah. that's what I remember most. Yeah, that's essentially Actually, like, what the committing game was. like
1: war crime uh amount of like uh, civilian casualties. Oh yeah. Just like oh, going yeah. dark jack in the middle of the city. Very fun.
3: But not as fun as Ratchet and Clank. So then uh just to kind of wrap through. So uh Ratchet and Clank 2 brought me into the series and it hooked me. And I from there I played I played the first three. I then had a lull. I didn't play any of the ps4 games until they did the remake of the first one and then
0: I so you mean the ps3 ones and... the, the ps4 one was i think was the remake
3: is that the only ps4 one yeah okay so i guess i just didn't play the ps3 mm-hmm. ones and then uh, obviously i also played rift apart which was my first game on the ps5 as well and just an awesome experience all around
2: So we know that I am not
0: the uh, Sony pony that you all are. <laughs> yeah, and I this series has I... a big has a big reason, or is a big reason why I again have have remained yep. faithful to Sony. Absolutely, and
3: I've so dabbled think... I've dabbled
0: in the Xbox here and there, but you Dibble and dabble. But so know, I don't think I, I ever had
2: a PlayStation Two game that I was purchased full price. Maybe a Guitar Hero, maybe a COD like Big Red 1, something like that. Oh, so Medal got, of Honor. <laughs> yeah. I got a PlayStation Slim was my first PlayStation too. Um, So it was late in the cycle. I, and I had one of both Jack and Dexter and Ratchet and Clank. Could not recall, you know, which one I had. Because, you know, it was definitely when they were, like, greatest hits you know when they had like the red the red banner on top uh, oh yeah oh yeah for sure both of them were like they did that all the way through the ps4
1: generation and included like the on the ps4 gen they made the whole cart uh case
0: red so they
1: oh that's cool i remember they did
0: that for for 2018 god of war i remember seeing the the red i have a bunch
1: of uh red cases because i got the ps4 really late in its generation got all those games really cheap so that's
2: what happened with me and both. I'm pretty sure it's probably Jack and Dexter, the original, and probably the either the original Ratchet and Clank or Ratchet and Clank Two. Um,
1: those oh, are big. We
2: always have to refer to it in full name. Going, <laughs> I couldn't remember which which was which, but it, you know, I'm assuming those were probably the two that were you know the greatest hits ones. So had either of those. Um, other games I had on the PS2 included Big Game Hunter. Um, of course. Of course.
0: <laughs> In your household, uh, is, it'd basically be like, you're not allowed to use use a video game console unless it's got a hunting sim on it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Also, <laughs> uh, The Simpsons Hit and Run, greatest. Hell, hell, oh! That, made. oh um, yeah. that was a greatest hits as well. And uh, what else? Oh, uh, ATV MX... Uh, versus unleashed or some something like that um but yeah so i I didn't play you know much of ratchet and clank the series probably played some earlier than owning it uh than when i owned it like either playing it at friends or you know because either they owned it or we rented it um but then i continued to play on friends consoles when i played the uh ps4 remake on Andrew's uh, PS4, um, I'm pretty sure I, you know, either finished the game or came damn near close to it, and then played Rift Apart for uh, for today, um, and about halfway through that. But yeah, so you know, just by nature of me not being a Sony pony like you boys and having a Xbox 360 and uh, never owning a PS3 or four, you know, the the series definitely one that i played and enjoyed and you know rift apart is fucking spectacular looking game um you know i i haven't played as much as the rest of the crew
0: what uh what would you say is either your favorite aspect of these games what's the what's the what's the draw for you for you guys like what's the what's the what's the real thing that that keeps you coming back
1: unique zany weapons that all yeah. feel fun to use yeah that's
3: definitely yeah that's number one for me closely followed by very cute Lombax. i always thought ratchet was adorable Furry. and uh <laughs> 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 just out just outed myself and then, I mean, like, it's three. And then the third reason is the plot. The stories are all... The stories in, are great. The, yeah, the mainline games I played are fantastic.
1: I'd actually like to add that the platforming is actually really tight. Yes. Very they, good. Did, they did a good job of active platforming. I
2: in love the, the different gadgets you get to platform. Mm, like in the, the...
1: The swing shot.
0: In the the swing shot's a lot in of the fun. First, in like the first game, they, like, really pushed against, like... Trying to have the game marketed as a platformer, they were oh, really no. trying to, to to get away from that. No, it's interesting because then the media still was like, "It's a platformer, you know, it's a, <laughs> an action platformer." Because there's like there is way there are way more instances of like you know arena. It's like arena style combat mm-hmm. with platforming here and there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I
0: mean, Running were like down the rail grinding dead and shit. that
1: were all platforming. Like platforming arena challenges, like get to the top of the tower.
0: Yeah, see, see for for me, it's like I the the guns and stuff are always fun. Like, but like thinking about all this stuff, it's probably actually at the bottom of my list. But it's like I love them all. So it's like my the bottom of this list is like higher than most the best things in most <laughs> other games for me. Yeah. um, I Will always love me the the buzz blades or buzz oh, blades are yes. awesome. Although I felt I felt like they nerfed the buzz blades. they nerfed them r- too r- much and rift apart. Um, yes, I well, was disappointed. I,
1: there, there comes a point also where you want
0: people to use other, like other things. Oh, of course, you 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 have to because, like in in a big encounter, like you're gonna just go through ammo, everywhere. ammo, and so you 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 have to be constantly switching. That's um, why you
1: use my favorite weapon, the sheepinator.
0: Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say the. Yeah, yeah, the Morpho Ray or the Suck Cannon; those were those were good. Suck and then you've got the, also. then you've got the Rhino, the Ripia, new one. Uh, those are those are great. But or in uh, uh, Going Commando, the Zodiac. There's just like there's yeah, there's so many good there good things there, but like the, I like I love the bits of platforming that are not like your traditional platforming type of shit where like. Grind rails were so fun to me. I loved the grind boots, but one of my favorite gameplay elements is probably the hoverboard races. Like one yeah. of the bits of the game that were actually probably had some of the the most challenge to them, because you had speed involved and trying to Dude, hit winning the hoverboard race hard. And, and I, which I, I, it's one of you know the feathers in my cap as always is you know being being the hoverboard champion you know, it, getting, getting first in all the, all the different races and and, in courses, always a, uh, a must, a must do for me. Um, But yeah, it's the, for me, it's the characters that I enjoy so much. Um, I've already like jokes. I love Captain Quark. Uh, He's such a, he's such a, a hapless oaf. It's just so, so funny. I love the, the the constant back and forth between semi-villain semi-hero but you know bumbling through it no matter what is always really endearing to me and then just the (laughs) the the buddy cop nature of ratchet and clank are just is just like one of the best relationships and duos in in gaming that i can really think of um also great villains yeah, I was oh yeah, I was gonna say as so yes. well. I lo- who so who's your favorite villain? Like you've got you've got multiple beyond like the big two, but like who who is everybody picking as their favorite as their favorite villain? I mean, I gotta go with nefarious. So are we I mean, categorizing Quark?
1: But...
0: I mean, you can say Quark because he is technically the villain of Going Commando. It's
1: obviously the subterranean snaggle beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: I'm,
0: I'm gonna go quark i i think he's
3: my favorite
0: it's got to be supreme executive chairman Drek for me i'm uh i'm a Drek head uh how I do just you like, feel
1: about how they handled him in the reboot
0: uh i mean he got like sidelined right and it's one of the it's one of the bits that in the movie that we're gonna cover later this month um he gets kind of sidelined a bit but then they also then make nefarious not a robot in the movie um but he's still a robot in the game so that, at least there's that but yeah i mean he, he gets less he gets more relegated to a second tier villain and you know they focus more on nefarious um in the more current timeline he's obviously the villain in rift apart but chairman Drek is great and i just i love the voice acting i love the it's like again one of the first uh kind of formative anti-capitalist, anti-corporatist uh yeah ideology that uh really kind of stuck with politics me are and, great. And and made me, you know, just made me like recognize the ridiculousness of the system as it exists and put into the in this satirical lens, it it landed for even a kid like me at the time when I when I uh, when I first played it Uh, so like that's that's gotta be it for me but yeah the the politics are are pretty are pretty outstanding I found this quote from one of the one of the the director I think he was one of the game's directors He might be one of the creative heads at Insomniac if not the the head of the studio at this point I think it's Al Hastings because I think there's a I think he's his brother is also involved so there are like two Hastings that are in it, but the the quote says, "I like the idea for instance that corporations control the galaxy more than any government does. That there there's wild west of consumerism and unchecked capitalism where you'll just have a vendor on the street selling conveniently sized atomic weaponry, and that's just a normal thing. Like a washed up superhero is just hawking <laughs> gadgets. So it's just like it's always very tongue in cheek and it's it doesn't take itself too seriously, but still has a a a funny message to." to get across with some pretty based politics.
1: So obviously nefarious and Drek are the big two, as you called them. Mm-hmm. Uh, OGs know the proto pet, probably the best villain out there. The proto-pet, yeah. But my favorite villain is actually, he's from the PS3, uh, the future saga. So a little, little undersold here, but Alistair Azimuth, mm. the other Lombax. They, yeah, I... They did the Miguel O'Hara and Miles Morales, which was before and better with uh, <laughs> his relationship with Ratchet and not wanting to find the, uh, the dimension full of lombaxes in his reasoning. I thought he was a compelling character.
0: So I like, I played some of the future games, like the, the similar to Andrew, the PS3 era was one that where I have the, the least familiarity. I played some, I did not play all, I I think I played, um, crack in time. Yep. I may have just played that. Um, I may not have played tools of destruction because I'm pretty sure I definitely did not play into the nexus. But uh, I actually enjoyed Into the Nexus.
1: Contrary to that, uh, you were that saying video.
0: you were saying so when we were uh, when we were when we were check us on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch.tv/slash Campaign Comrades. We were going over, in preparation for today's episode. I had pulled a, a a timeline of the franchise to refresh everybody's memory, and it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm hazy. I'm hazy on that era of the of the games, but I. Obviously, three... I played them on PS now on a PlayStation TV, using that using mm-hmm. that Vita like a that Vita like a champ, using it for its
1: real purpose.
0: Basically, Warm. just an internet pass through. <laughs> but it's for me, it's really is those those the first first four games have a real special place in my heart, and I have like explicit memories of watching. I mean, the PS2 playing all of is- them
1: superior to the ps3 saga in all way shape and form mm-hmm. and they're also superior just by sheer number and volume to the ps4 saga
0: because that's only one yeah but but you know that brought that one definitely brought me back into it right i oh yeah i absolutely played the shit out it of was the, that first game but just a different with just a little, little more polish and just it obviously looked gorgeous um at the time but for for me i kept when i played that one I, I kept feeling that like oh they've definitely like trimmed things down they've simplified it they've shortened some segments that i felt were you know i felt a little bit i think bit they did but i that also regard, think but that you, could you're just,
1: suffering from adult yeah, brain is able to I like process
0: so. things quicker i think so i do think that that that, that, that is part of it um yeah, playing them side by side, it would it would be pretty apparent that it's not a whole lot is different. I tried playing some of Ratchet and Clank's Size Matters, one of the PSP spinoff ones, one of the few games in the franchise not Oof. developed by Insomniac is developed by an, another studio. Where is it? I just just saw it on my on my list here. Not that one. Not that one. Love was the innuendos dumb. of all high the titles. Impact, high impact games. Yeah. Well, they stopped. Yeah. They they got away from that. They they got yeah. they they got away from it, which was always disappointing. Yeah. Which. What was what was the one? Do you guys remember? We were when we were watching that video that there was like I was a...
3: I looked I just I just just looked it up. I just looked it up. It's it was ratchet and clank uh crack in time was initially ratchet and clank clock blockers. Oh clock blockers, <laughs> that's right.
0: Oh man, that would have been so good.
1: That would have been so beautiful. good. But
0: like admit, admittedly pushing pushing it a little bit too far. Yeah, I mean, You like, like, got quest full for frontal booty. assault. <laughs> er, right? Isn't that going, one? yeah, going commando, up your arsenal? Then they've got a few, like, Deadlocked was not one, is not really one. Tools of Destruction, not really. Quest for Booty, getting back into it. A Crack in Time, like, not really. That's a butt crack joke. I mean, Ratchet and Clank 2016 yeah, it's like at most it's literally that's is literally referred
1: to as Ratchet and Clank 2016. Right. And then,
0: then you've got... Rift Apart is at obviously. least,
1: like, Ripped Apart, but...
0: No, no, yeah. I would. That's a not. I mean, not, apart. not the same. But, I mean,
1: it's it's true to the story because they get ripped apart literally.
0: But, but it's the, not an innuendo. Yeah, but like size matters was like you know say like good title for this spinoff game. You know, doing doing shrinking pranks, uh, making it a dick joke. Uh, is doing always, the Ant Man. Always, always good. But oh, uh, I so I e- tried emulating this game and. Uh, I just, we've talked about it again on like stream and stuff, folks, go check out check us out on Twitch at cam- twitch.tv slash campaign comrades uh, the PSP the fucking control scheme is just so unwieldy and just absolutely so, absolute garbage
3: I I have a fun little story about that game which is that is one Of the first games I ever tried, once the PlayStation 4 had like the streaming capabilities, and I was like, Oh, a Ratchet and Clank game from that era that I never played. Let me check it out. I think I played it for 15 minutes and never tried again. It was a horrendous experience between the early iterations of gaming, streaming, and the controls, and it's like isometric top down view. I was like, Nope, done. I'm out of here. Ratchet
0: and Clank. I will not let you solely say out uh, for me. Back. I was like, I will not let this solely, uh, you know, ratchet and clank in That's my it. mind.
3: Yeah, it didn't. It didn't.
0: I was like I will not let. I okay. will not let this this happen. So I I did one playthrough or one one attempt at playing and was just like, no, nah, I can't imagine taking on a boss with uh with this control layout with you know having to shift camera with <laughs> the the trigger buttons and i can
1: say that's definitely one of like two games i actually beat on the psp
0: and then (laughs) i saw people like that posting shit like oh i i beat Ratchet like uh, size matters on psp with no weapons taking no damage wrench only yeah i (laughs) do i do love me a good
1: wrench only run those are always fun
0: and like the wrench it is not great there uh the damage output is not fantastic, um, not nearly as satisfying as like you know the wrench is usually quite a satisfying <clears throat> bit of gameplay. The Omni Wrench Eight Thousand, a classic, a classic tool.
3: One of the best starting weapons in all of video games, in my opinion. Very rarely do you, do you, I feel like I stick even with like these more linear games where it's not an
1: RPG, like that the wrench, always great. My favorite part about the wrench is using the hyper strike to gain extra altitude on jumps and get to places you're not supposed to get to too early.
0: Love a good sequence break. There's just, there's, there's something special about these games that like I can't quite put my finger on and part of it is probably due to I think Insomniac Not just knows how to girl pull girl the right ones.
1: strings in your brain that make the good chemicals happen.
2: I'd agree. Between so, that, this and Spider-Man. Was like,
1: Yeah, you, you guys were saying your first PS5 games were Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I got my PS5 a little earlier, and I just checked and looked. My first was still an Insomniac title. It was Miles Morales.
0: I think Miles Morales was my second after that. Yeah
1: because yep. Rift Apart wasn't out yet when I had my PS Five. See,
0: it's, the, it's an, I, another thing about Insomniac is like they for at least from what I can see from an outsider's perspective, seems to be one of like you know the few good studios out there. Like they rightfully you know are able to celebrate the fact that you know at least for Rift Apart was be was able to be made without a single hour of crunch
1: Hell yeah
0: none of, its, none of its employees like said, they said like you know worked it's weird. on it it's almost years. like you can tell
1: in the game that people enjoyed making it and they weren't rushing through <laughs> at some point
0: i can't say so much for its earlier earlier games particularly because they had some ridiculous turnarounds Oh yeah!
1: Didn't we see in that timeline that Ratchet and Clank and then going, uh, going Commando were one year apart? I think the first
3: three are each a year. We're all one year
1: apart. Oh, the first four:
0: Ratchet and Clank, November twenty or November two thousand two, Going Commando, November two thousand three, Up Your Arsenal, November two thousand four, Deadlocked, October two thousand five. That's crazy.
1: That's Run, wild. Man. Imagine showing that production cycle to like Bethesda.
0: It'd <laughs> never be them.
1: Never. Or Rockstar. Mm-hmm. You would you would you would make devs very
3: uh nervous and anxious and uh concerned with how good your work is.
0: Have there been any rumblings about them doing another one? I mean part was so successful, and you know they just did their successful PC port. So, and Insomniac's got plenty of plenty of other shit. In I the think the last thing I read
1: is that Insomniac has two things in the works that we don't know about.
0: Because obviously, Spider Man Two comes out. could be yeah. It was Spider Man Two October and Wolverine are the two Wolverine, we know about. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean they they really seem to you know can do no wrong type of thing so i'm i'm excited for where the you know the series continues to be successful both commercially and critically so i i would be surprised if they if they if they don't have another one in the works sometime soon uh we kind of like touched on yeah it a i would bit. think
3: like 2025
0: Maybe, uh, but we we I mean, it really
1: t- just comes down to what the timeline for Wolverine looks like, right?
0: So I think it's probably uh, later. I think it's probably later than that. It, they they maybe do something like it's they do a launch title for for whatever the next generation is because you know even for them you know their dev cycles are considerably longer yeah, than extended. what it used to be. Yeah no one used to be so they're they're because not like Miles run.
1: Morales had a relatively quick turnaround but that's also a a, a 1.5 game using an in, an engine in a, like a city that
0: you've already built yeah assets that already exist yep. um we like touched on a little bit but like so what was your what was your favorite weapon? For me it it is and always will be buzzblades even with uh, them, even with a bit of nerfing
3: Buzz, buzz blades for life. Uh, that's, that's, that's my stance. The there's nothing better than just like running into a room and shooting off 20 of those and taking out half the end. Just the the,
0: enemies them just ping ponging around. Yeah. Always, always a good time. Was it the Rhino, they didn't nerf it. Was it, was it the Rhino that they like kind of, uh, they kind of roadblocked a little bit in Rift Apart that like you have to like get a bunch of things to be able to unlock like the what's like basically the ultimate weapon, which is usually the Rhino.
1: I don't remember I the the process for Rift Apart.
0: It wasn't that just like you could buy it.
1: It was you definitely
3: know? very towards the end. You had to do in some, going commando. You, you could something. just
1: buy in the original Ratchet and Clank. You had to find some stuff first, right? You had to get some stuff for the. Uh, oh no, that was the reboot. They made you get uh, blueprints and bring them to the dude.
0: Yeah, what's his name? The uh, the mechanic, the uh, the tech guy, the dude in the lab, the, the guy in
1: the van with a a slot on the <laughs> door but my favorite weapon was the Groovatron. That's a good one. Because who doesn't love a silly dance party? The
2: Pixelator
0: was a good good somewhat newer
2: one. In the Topiary one, that was fun too. It just turns them into trees.
1: Yes. I mean, in the Rift Apart, the Pixelator... It's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, so I was saying the, the that's a good one. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of also some of these other characters. This is just showing me enemies, which is not what I want. Sid um, McMarks. Sid McMarks, that's the one I was was saying. He's like a he was like <laughs> a uh extreme sports guy, right? He was often the one that you. He was the hoverboard guy. Yeah, but then he's like, but then he becomes like, uh, he's he like becomes your Q. Yeah, or he's like, uh, he he is one of like a, he's a secret agent. Yeah, but isn't that his role? He's one. He's of in the queue like force. Just, yeah.
3: I just think the creativity of the series just all around is just so excellent the guns the character there's all of the names like abercrombie Fizzwidget being the (laughs) ceo of megacorp like there's so many good just just creative uh
1: minds behind these games i have a question for you guys to find out how degenerate are you
0: oh the tech guy was big al yes big al
1: how many of you knew about the uh, the reporter for the hoverboard race and the big boob glitch? <laughs> I did not. I'm, I want, I did not want to hear more though. Oh, there was, was her, a thing you could do. Game. There was a thing you could do. I think it was by pausing at a certain point, and you could do it over and over again. and Her boobs would get bigger and bigger
0: and bigger and bigger.
2: <laughs> big boob glitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nope, I did, not have, awesome. I did not know that one.
1: That was one of the like neighborhood lore's passed around by the kids.
0: That's that's you know, that's what uh, you know. Old, school, you know, we've lost that that sense of community, the community that mm-hmm. we used to have. Uh, it's really a shame, you know. You, you the internet and smartphones, Mister Skin. You know, Mr. Skin have, ruined it. Have brought us closer together, but further apart at the same time. Because <laughs> you know the information is at our fingertips. I did, I did but not you know got to find it. it. You got to find it. You don't have. You don't yeah. have the the, degen- the degenerate sixth grader. You know, telling you when you're in kindergarten. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all these. The, all the these kid secrets. who's doing uh, who's like burning
1: sticks and uh, branding himself. <laughs> yeah.
2: starting trash can fires in the school bathroom
1: his name was kyle it was always kyle the uh
3: i did not know about that one but i can assure
1: you it had i known i i would have checked it out for sure i know what you're going to be checking out on youtube after (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, maybe I already did.
0: <laughs> well, I I was just looking this up. Apparently, uh Neil Flynn, the actor who played the janitor on Scrubs, yeah, yeah. Or, or, originally voiced Skid McMarx. I feel like I knew that. That's awesome. They recast yeah, re- recast in the newer games.
3: Poor shame. How many of the
0: Dyson
3: Bergen? Whoa, that's a name. That's a good one.
0: Were you gonna ask? Something? You were gonna ask?
3: Yeah. Do you... how many of the voice actors did they keep over the series? I know. I know the guy who played Quark was Quark through
1: the. It's got to be the same Rift doctor Ferus
0: pretty sure uh so let's let's see here got most of it um uh, dr nefarious oh interesting not actually seeing a. I
1: I think acting. the guy who does the voice acting for dr nefarious absolutely like knocks it out of the park
0: yeah he's he's really just good, like and...
1: oozing with like evil laugh energy like the ev- yep. the, the mighty monarch
0: so I, I totally forgot you know that uh you know they did they supposedly you know reworked a bunch of ratchet's personality from the first game to the second one like i saw this repeatedly that like i just did not register at all playing the game that like they felt that ratchet in the first game was like too <sighs> mean is not the the, i guess the right first word game or the, no, the first the first, game first, game. first ratchet like yeah it was too pointed yeah that he was like he was too jaded you know too much of a jerk he was too mean to to yes he to was growing up
1: in like space capitalist dysto- uh
0: he was an he was an orphan he was an orphan yeah. mechanic uh you know just trying to get last like, of his kind tinkering on on you know spaceships that he'd never get a chance to to fly um so i, but I don't remember I, I don't remember feeling that at all but the going from that change in his characterization though they also switched his voice actor to it was a james arnold taylor it's like a pretty prolific pretty yeah. prolific voice actor and he's he's remained him and clank you know have since that since that game since since going commando have been consistent throughout all iterations so has nefarious matt
1: of course again like the, the dude drips charisma off the screen while he's on, on there doing the voice. Absolutely. I refuse to call it Riz.
0: I will always use charisma. <laughs> is that is that Jim Ward again? Did he voice multiple characters? Am I seeing that? I've, no. In this, I feel like I've seen that name Jim Ward pop up multiple times. Maybe he uh, voiced Drek? Maybe he voiced Drek? He voiced... Quirk. Ah, uh, okay. Okay.
3: To my knowledge. Up until the Rift Apart, where unfortunately he could not do it as he developed Alzheimer's, which is sad.
0: Yes, Jim Warren, yeah. And Scott White and Rift Apart. Yeah, I will
1: account. say, like yeah, yeah. of the duo of Ratchet and Clank, I think Clank just resonates with me more like clank clank's humor always like always gets me i love clank he's a yeah. great character his, I
0: always, his little chuckle he, he's got he's got the scooby-doo laugh <laughs> um i i always like <laughs> clank i think yeah a little bit more but just you know his his sections to play as were never quite as fun oh no in yes in terms of gameplay in in Rift Apart, I kind of enjoyed the puzzles. Um, yeah, his
1: his little his little they, uh, his little extra dimensional puzzles are
0: pretty are yeah. pretty interesting. So
1: I noticed it in the future trilogy that starting in the future trilogy, they definitely like increased what you would be doing with Clank a lot more puzzle type mechanics than just pure like get the the bot and kill the thing with the bot and put the bot in the hole.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I did get through one clank section in size matters and that's all it was is he goes through this temple opening gets a couple of the the bot followers and gets microbots. into a, uh, the microbots, and gets into a bot launcher and just shoots him at things yeah that's all that's all you do it's just like yeah it's it's not one. it just doesn't feel as good you know the movement doesn't feel as good because he's so much smaller but uh it's personality wise absolutely that's the case um f- favorite favorite like platforming gadget we like talked we like so, we asked on the on our stream like what was your favorite backpack augment- augmentation and so those can count but like full because it's it's th- that's where the platforming bit comes in right is pretty much all the gadgets that's primarily where it, where it moves in yeah other
1: than the uh each game's titular uh lock mech lock unlocking gadget whether it's lining up laser beams or, uh, it's
0: mostly just lining up laser beams. Uh, yeah. for For me, it's 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 actually probably the 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 different boots. I like the grind like boots, the grind boots, yeah, and the, and the magna boots. I was gonna say the hover boots. And, I almost don't even. And they're Rift fun. Or, are yeah. very fun. A good I almost traversal didn't even count mechanics. the boots
1: in the same like category. I almost put them in their
0: own like piece of the equipment. The to me, I count it all that all as like traversal traversal gadgets. Because like the magna boots are always super
1: cool. I always liked that like the concept of moving around something in full three-dimension while like maintaining your center of gravity. Yeah,
2: they're they're very cool as well, the magna boost.
3: I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I think the boots are are very cool, but for the gameplay, I, I just love the swing shot. I, I love the swing shot sections of gameplay. They're very fun to just get the timing and just swing through. Very Spider-Man esque. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. You can see the, that yeah. from
3: that perspective.
0: They're early they, when they got they've, there. They've, they've always had some of the best grapple hooks ever. I've played newer mm-hmm. games with grappling hooks that don't feel nearly as good.
1: They actually do a lot of stuff back then better than games that were marketed like that. Like, they're a better speed game than uh, Sonic. Like, all of the rail sections control and play better than anything yes. Sonic has done in the past 25 years. <laughs> sub Sonic fan's going to come for you one day, Matt. <laughs> cool. they can try all, like, seven of them i like dissing the sonic fandom it's my favorite part of this job
0: they deserve it <laughs> they deserve to be punished
1: so you guys have touched Little on some pain good pigs. mobility gadgets and i don't want to just pick one that's been said because i love everything <laughs> so i'm gonna go with a, a different one i'm gonna go with the uh the hydro uh the, the water one where you plug it in you fill up your water levels and freeze the water on top of it okay i remember that one yeah i really enjoyed the mechanic of like lowering the water levels and killing the stupid fish that would eat you oh (laughs) we hate
0: the fish we hate the fucking big fish no i remember those levels now that you say that yeah the, the fish that like if you're if you fall into the water just long enough they come out of nowhere and fucking gulp your ass gold gold
1: it's a thing that game developers back then did to make it a fun way of not having invisible walls and like not letting you get to places they don't want you because like jack and daxter had that as well with a fish that would eat you almost the exact same fish model now that you say (laughs) they're in the same engine it makes a lot of sense
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) interesting
0: I know some of you guys have said you've played it, but like, how how much did you guys play Insomniac's true first franchise in Spyro of the Dragon*? Very little.
3: I, yeah, I didn't play. I had it on Game Boy, so Game Boy Advance. So probably I think. not even made by so them. Not really the full experience. Yeah, it might not have been.
1: Did you did that play played, That's really my
3: only experience with Spyro.
1: I played Enter the Dragonfly, which I think was the first PS2 Spyro game, but I didn't have a PS1, so I never played any of the prior. Mm-mm. I had a Nintendo 64 cuz I was raised as a Nintendo kid.
0: Right. Yeah, and so like we have we we have the creation of of Ratchet and Clank really to thank uh, we really have uh, have to thank. I think it's like Universal. I don't know what part of Universal. I don't remember what part of Universal owned owned Spyro, but it was like they were you know a, an up and coming studio. They had this one game that they demoed that got you know some interest and got them funding through through Universal Universal Interactive Studios. There they go. Took an interest. They saw, signed them to a multi game deal. That eventually led to them creating Spyro which you know was a hit and critically commercially you know they they made a bunch of money made a bunch of those games but then uh, Universal retained their ownership of that so when Insomniac chose to go out on its own they had to come up with something completely new and one of the one of the environmental artists just had this random idea jotted down on like a piece of scrap paper about Oh wait, no, I'm reading the wrong thing. It was similarly. I don't, it wasn't the uh, the environmental artist. That's the one who invented Spiro. Um, this was Brian Hastings, the the brother of uh, Al. Al Hastings. And now I'm just trying to think again. Who which had which role? Which one was the? Which one was just one of the heads, and which one was the? One of them was like the chief technical officer. I think I think Al was the chief technical officer.
3: I'm,
0: yeah, that's what I think. No, but Brian you know, thinks is head of creative I, I, strategy. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Some of them says, says came aboard to build AI tools or something. But so Brian was the one who just uh, had this like this idea about a originally a rep. Uh, you know, he was a reptilian. He was one of those. He was one of those kind of aliens. A scaly. <laughs> but you know they 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 didn't like the you know still pretty cute he he honestly the, the original designs of the of the main character uh for for this idea he he kind of looks a little bit like clank he's got a similar face to clank the very round eyes um kind of this bit of like an underbite almost um but yeah they decided to go with something furrier Furrier mm. and fuzzier. They I wonder knew what, why? Yeah, they knew what they're doing. They know what they're up to. I mean, the PS2 was
1: the golden era of programming millennials to become furries. Later, they were trying to. They were. Oh, I got this. I figured it out. Finally. It all makes sense. They were trying to seed the IT industry, and they know that to get people into IT, you got to get them to become a furry first. Huh. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a straight pipeline. Get them. At,
0: get them at their
1: horniest. Yeah. That's when they're wearing their gamer, uh, their programming <laughs> socks, as they call it, the the striped thigh highs, <laughs> the fem, the femboy stockings. <laughs> yeah, it it's a meme in the i like um, the it community because I guess some guy wore them and he was like, it's for like, blood circulation because I'm sitting so
0: much.
2: <laughs> sure.
0: But yeah, so then they they developed the Lombax and then gave him swapped out the club for the Omni Wrench 8000, which you know gave him his his occupation. He was a mechanic, and things were kind of born from there. Like it, as most games of that era became, because like video game writing basically like wasn't a thing at that that era. You know, story wasn't really those. Was, you know, it still is in a OG lot of ways. Just like you, like tacked on. I mean was, I mean when when did when was Kojima really starting to to, to... the Metal Gear series was PS1 it was PS1 yeah okay yeah
1: late 90s the, the first Metal Gear was on the
0: uh I think it was the NES oh damn I mean yeah well well Kojima's brain is different than the majority of the <laughs> he, world he's built so, differently yeah simply built different um the uh yeah it's like particularly as like a credited role game writing like wasn't a thing at the time it was more you know come up with the level designs we'll tack on the story afterwards give the kids enough sparkly things to collect on the
1: level you know uh, <laughs> collect a were big back
0: then but they like they, from like still my,
1: plays them from my,
0: yeah, oh yeah for, for my readings though you That's know it's like that these guys these guys you know were you know pushing more kind of against that trend and despite not having you know full writing teams for a lot for you know a long while uh it's uh story became a driving point for them to kind of have a more communal relationship between level design and and the writing teams so that was that was always something interesting but the from in terms of the early games, it's always it's it's more the game. I would always still say that the gameplay stuck with me more than the story did. the The world mm-hmm. stuck with me, and like the 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 world building, the the idea of the society that they were depicting, the satire elements always stuck out to me. But the the game to game plot never really stuck stuck with me that. That's significantly. You know, you've got the the big uh you know, the big villain who's trying to do something silly and with some type of silly gadget to you know the the, the chairman Dreck flop. The, the, plan- the, 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 the
1: planet destroyer, you know, a silly gadget. The
0: the <laughs> that one is funny. The, the evil
1: it's... genetically manufactured uh creature that can self replicate and uh destroy entire populations. But he's cute though. Yeah, he was he was really cute. I mean yeah, you know, if someone gave you a proto pet right now, you'd be like, yo, I like this. I'm gonna keep right. it. Yeah, sign me up. The
3: the yeah, and the other thing is the just the art design in general, of these games is just great. Like it's it's beautiful, it's well done. Even the originals they hold are, up well. I remember up, being blown away. Look the fact at now. That I could yeah, see yeah. other
1: ships flying in the air while I was like running around levels. And, like, the the levels weren't just, like, me running through a static uh, plane of just enemies. Like, there was stuff going on in the background that was live and made it look more lived in, like, an actual planet. Like, immersion. Real immersion.
0: Anyone got a favorite planet?
1: Hmm. It might be too much of a deep...
0: Yeah, I don't, like, I don't remember, the yeah, the, the names of, of some of them. I've got Blackwater I, I, City. I remember this, like, factory yeah. planet from one of the earlier games that I remember being pretty fun, like. Sargasso. Ooh, I do remember that one. Or any
1: any of the planets where they have you exploring a big open tundra or desert looking for crystals to turn in to a a mystic man
0: I enjoyed well, I, I... I enjoyed them all
1: Yeah I, they're all just What, what well if divided. I expand it out a little bit and go favorite game
0: Yeah, I think I can I could do that. Um yeah. Um. Although it's just it's t- it The only bit is tough for me is to say which of the, the PS2 which, games. Yeah. Which of the originals do I do I love a lot? I mean, I really like them all. I really like them all. Um. But going commando and up your arsenal are just really really good. Such significant Pro- steps forward over prob- the first game. Probably up your arsenal. That's where you first. That is where you first get. Um dr nefarious which was a, a really a really funny turn it's also got britney gears
1: everyone's first robot for coach. me it's it's <laughs> for me
3: it's it's going commando the, the first game i played got me hooked i love Quark. he's so funny I, he yeah, always, that that he always twi- got me laughing. That
0: that turn at the end, where yeah, Abercrombie Fizz Widget, basically because he is Quark, right? Isn't that Quark is Fizz Widget or something?
1: It yes. Was just, yes. Yeah,
0: that was a good, that was a cool little twist. So yeah, I mean, it's it's up in the air for me between Going Commando and yeah. Up Your Arsenal. You had more guns I'm, in Up Your Arsenal. The the title didn't lie. Yeah, I would so, I would
1: agree with you on Up Your Arsenal is my favorite dr nefarious is a great uh great addition
0: i still he does such I, a good job i love i, I love like all Chairman the times Jack where he goes there.
1: ranting and then he freezes and the 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 radio or the soap opera starts playing <laughs> yeah. and his butler s to bonk him it's like yeah. those always land a good laugh out of me even now when i know they're there and i know they're coming
0: he really was great in uh, in Rift Apart. They, they did a really good job with him there. Well, yeah, because we got
1: to, we got uh, Emperor uh, Nefarious. We got to see his foil, his successful self.
0: And then they have to have them, you know, odd couple fighting each other. That was great.
1: I mean, it's got to suck seeing your successful self have his own universe that he runs while you have been thwarted over and over again by a man with a giant chin and uh, a a little furry fox creature.
0: They nerfed his chin in some of the later games. Yes. I mean, they were trying
1: to help with male standards where we (laughs) have a lot of video games that push unrealistic expectations.
3: My man, my man. Too bad I already got my chin implant.
0: See, my man skipped leg day though. He's never, never. <laughs> I mean, never that, that is setting that. realistic expectations
1: for most yeah. men.
0: Just Dorito, Dorito with uh, <laughs> a granite slab for a chin.
1: He's like the. I don't know if you've ever seen the meme t- meme template where they have like the really well drawn horse rear, like it's yeah. like kind of like it's, amateurish. It's my the favorite middle. gambo. It's just like the, the the stick the stick horse at the front.
0: Yeah. It's, they do like a unicorn or something and it turn yeah it turns into a child's scrawl. Yeah, that was the that was most popularized by the last seasons of Game of Thrones the the, Ga- the Gambo yeah. arc I uh, I don't know I just I, I, I can't say enough positive things about the series. It's the type of thing that where I I haven't played many of them in such a long time that i'm like kind of would be like scared to go back and revisit some of them i uh... I wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to like tarnish them at all in my mind although that those clips of like the hd remasters for the original from the ps3 yeah those look they look good they look good it's like it's ratchet and clank is is the the exemplar for me on the You know, playing Rift apart and being like, "Oh, Ratchet and Clank always looked like this." Like to me, to me, to me, these to me, these games always looked this good.
1: They did, man. Yes, I mean, again, I'm pointing out that on the PS2, you had enough uh, graphical fidelity to be able to show actual ships flying in the sky off in the background, and like showing something more than just a static like 2D image that would Mm -hmm. shift as like shift perspective as you move to give you the idea of a 3d background shit dark souls still does that shots fired from a dark souls fan (laughs) yeah that's big (laughs) (laughs) and you know as as we talked about it
3: matt i've been thinking about your statement regarding your favorite game franchises and
1: I got to be honest. I don't know that there's one above this for me. I, I I didn't want to get into putting like definitive numbers and ranks on it, but for me, it was how quickly I was like, "Yeah, Ratchet and Clank would be in there without like a doubt." Yeah, it's like knowing it, knowing it would yeah. belong, is enough to say that like if it's not my number one, it's like because the five or I, I love all five of them.
0: Like I, I can't really even think of again that any series that is that has stuck with me the longest, that I have followed. Digimon, mm-hmm. Digimon Story, <laughs> Digimon Worlds,
2: Pokemon.
1: Yeah. Every you know the answer for Mike. <laughs> See, Mike, that works great for you, though, because you could say Pokemon, you could just get Pokemon set to the side, and
0: you can pick four others. <laughs> it doesn't have to just be Pokemon.
2: No, I, I understand that. I would definitely put Ratchet and Clank in there. I mean, it's one that I enjoy. And, you know, I've always had fun playing when I did play. I was just a, a poor, poor Xbox uh, <laughs> owner, GameCube the owner. The Xbox a de- really,
0: a at that time,
2: did,
1: didn't have that, like, I don't want to say whimsical, but, like, they didn't have that, like, whimsical platformer, or that whimsical uh I've said this before. Like, mascot. Like,
0: I had this weird. Yeah, associ- I had yeah, I had this weird association with the original Xbox of being only having games that were like too dark, both tonally and even like kind yeah, of I from a, a coloration. I have I've said it before. No, I've said it before. Yeah. There's it like it's not yeah. like it was like, oh, these it games the are adult. Too- I was like, yeah, it's like these games are too adult. It, like, even for me, who's like, you know, a kid who like, you know, any kid is straight against the like, oh, I'm not I'm not a little kid, you know, like yeah, I can played Shadow bit, of the Colossus, and I
1: only cried for 50 minutes. Yeah,
0: it's like it's like no, I don't <laughs> like these. These don't make me feel good, you know. Like these, uh, yeah. <laughs> like these are too serious for me, you know. Like no, imagine I, trying to play Near Automata as a child. <laughs> oh god, you'd have some formative experiences there. I could see it. Um, uh, why are
1: you always going up and down ladders? Is that all that's in this game?
0: <laughs> all that need, all there needs to be based. All there needs to be. Oh all right. Uh <laughs> Got so yeah So this uh you know this this will always be a shining star in my video game history. So I, I Antheon yeah I will continue to play these games like if I ever have a serious lull and stuff maybe I'll go and see if I can get those the They're original all, You can definitely
1: find them on the PS store. They might still... I think they're on the PS Plus as well.
0: Check it out. I'll check it out. Check, check it out. out yeah, Because that would be just good. There's, a, the there's a small
1: chunk of the PS Plus collection of the retro games that you can actually still buy because mm-hmm. they were ported from the PS3 uh, ports to the PS4. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, so this will end our current session on Ratchet & Clank. We will pick up I think next is it next no news is next week so the week yeah. after we'll probably watch it while while you guys are coming up to visit we'll we'll watch the we'll watch the 2016 tie-in movie which is so just a funny little bit that we'll just kind of a little preamble as uh before we get into that one in a couple of weeks is that like the movie was like pretty unsuccessful and most people were disappointed with it but the game was people loved it had, had great reviews, you yep. know, it was well-received, well, you know, say, commercially successful, but the movie bomb. A game that looks like a Pixar movie? Yes. A Pixar <laughs> movie that looks like a game? No. <laughs> it's, it's the HR, it's the HR meme. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's another one of my favorite meme formats. Uh-huh. All right. It's because uh, I identify with the man at the
0: bottom yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right uh but that's where we'll leave it for today matt is officially a bottom um we always have been (laughs) (laughs) all right uh thank you for tuning in and listening we will we will be back next week with some with some news updates Oh boy, and will there be news? I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot of stuff oh, going no, on. I know so, there hasn't been. So I we'll looked do, through it recently. Maybe we'll just do like a shoot the shit kind of thing, maybe to try to get us back in back in line for doing a news episode at the end of the month instead. Uh we'll figure it out. We will we'll play it by ear. Maybe just do a shoot the shit. Maybe I'll just talk about Baldur's Gate for an hour. We'll just talk <laughs> about matching Clank yeah, We'll see. All right. Uh thanks. Make again. it a trilogy. We, yeah, we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Yay. Bye.